right. Welcome to the workshop, uh, our latest workshop, The Power of Retargeting for Roofing Contractors. Uh, my name is Chris Hunter, and I will be uh, presenting on how to really start dominating your marketing and really a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to go over a ton of stuff. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into it. I always like to start with a problem because, you know, there, there are always major, major issues with marketing and especially roofing marketing as I look at roofers' websites and all of their marketing. Okay. So let's go over some of the problems that I see right now. Number one is that in general, they say they, right? And, in, in, you know, everyone in my industry, in the marketing industry, says that a high conversion website is a website that converts at three to 5%. So, what that means is that out of 100 visitors, you're going to convert three to five of those visitors into leads. That's pretty sad, isn't it? Right. And this is a high conversion website. This is something that, that is converting at a very high level, right? That's what is industry standard, right? throughout the marketing industry. This is a high conversion website. However, what we see is that most con websites convert at less than 1% or right at 1%. Okay. So that means out of a hundred visitors, if you're paying to have a hundred visitors to your website, you're only converting one, maybe. Okay. So if you're spending thousands of dollars to get visitors, 99% of that thousand dollars is a complete waste, right? That's pretty bad, isn't it? So we have a few options. We can spend more money to get the more visitors, right? Which is typically what I hear from roofers. They're like, hey, just, just, you know, let's put more money into it. Let's, let's, you know, we just need more leads, right? Or number two, you can increase your conversions. I vote for number two, right? And what we're going to talk about today is exactly that. All right. So let's do a little bit of math here, right? If your site converts at 1% now, and then if you increase your conversions on your website to three to 5%, does that mean that you're going to three to five X your business? Let's learn how to do that. Okay. I'm going to show you today some very simple tweaks, right? Of exactly how to do this and, and something that, that is so small, but is can make such a huge difference in your business, right? In the bottom line of your business. So if you're at, let's say a million right now, okay. In your business, what would three to five X mean to that? Right. I mean, that's huge, right? So let's, let's dig into that and, and. Really, let's let's figure out how to do that. So before we get started, first of all, y'all are great. You're awesome. Congratulate yourself. Pat yourself on the back. You are spending time on your business, right? Instead of in your business. Most roofing company owners have their businesses run themselves, meaning that that they're too busy doing this and 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 putting on different hats and and doing all sorts of things and not taking the time to actually work on the business. So congratulate yourself. Congratulations to you. You're here. You're taking time out. So great job. This is what we're going to discuss today. What is retargeting? Okay. We're going to talk about how to set up retargeting on most of the major popular platforms out there. We're going to talk about how to set up your ads that are going to bring visitors back to your website and convert them. Okay. And this is how we are going to increase your business by three to five X, three to five times, because we're going to increase that conversion rate. And then last of all, we're going to talk about some best practices, right? Things that we do typically inside of uh, our business for our own clients, as well as what's industry standard out there. So who am I and why should you listen to me? My name is Chris Hunter. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of RoofingSites.com. I am the author of The Ultimate Guide to Digital Marketing for Roofers, this book that I'm holding right now. If you don't have that in your hands, by the way, you need it. And if you're a roofing company owner, you definitely need 
it in your hands. And if you stay to the end, I'm going to give you uh, something really cool. Okay. RoofingSites.com is a member of National Roofing Contractors Association. The Roofing Contractors Association of Texas, try to say that fast, uh, HARCA, which is the Houston Area Roofing Contractors Association. So we're a member of these associations. We're actively involved. I'm a father of three. Uh, I have three kids, an 18-year-old that's right about going off to college in, a, in about a week. I have a 15-year-old who's a sophomore in high school, and I've got a 12-year-old who is starting seventh grade. Wonderful, wonderful kids. Awesome kids. I've been doing search engine optimization and building websites since 1998. That really, really dates me. And I say that dates me because I started this whole thing before Google even came around, right? I started doing all of this and ranking my own websites on Yahoo. That was the first time that I, I ranked my website. And that really, really dates me because Yahoo doesn't even use their own search engine anymore. Back then, it, it was manually built by people. It was very, very time intensive. Google came around and they said, hey, we've got a better way of doing this. Yahoo, unfortunately, said, you know what? We'll wait till you get that right. <laughs> and so we all know how that's, that's uh, you know, ended with that. So I am on a mission. I'm on a mission to double the size of 100 roofing companies by 2028. And part of that mission is doing stuff like this right here and educating you, the roofing company owner, on how to do all of this stuff yourself. And of course, we'd love to help you if if you need that help. Okay. But part of my mission here is doing this here. Okay. So let's stop talking about me. How do I fix this conversions issue, right? If I looked at your website right now and I looked at your analytics, I guarantee that I would see that that you are right at or just below a 1% conversion rate on your actual conversions for people going to your website to actually converting. Okay, so how do we fix this? Well, number one, you fix your website conversions, right? Meaning that you create that high conversion website, right? So, you know, there's all sorts of things that go into that, including um, what we have found is, is making your website fast, adding call to action buttons, actually putting your phone number in the upper right hand corner of your website and or in the very center of the top of the website on mobile, right? There's all sorts of things that go into making a high conversion website. And that is not at all what this is about what we're going to talk about here today. All right, so let's talk about option number two, setting up retargeting ads. Okay, so if if we're spending all that money and you are spending money, it's either your time if you're doing search engine optimization yourself, or it is in the fact that you're paying someone like us to do search engine optimization to get people to your website, you, you know, getting you ranked on Google Maps, getting you ranked in the organic area on Google, right? Or maybe you're running ads and you're spending thousands of dollars on ads, right? but yet not seeing a, a, a good conversion rate on that, okay? So a way to, to increase that is to get them back to the website, okay? So some of my friends call this a boomerang, right? And, and it's like a boomerang, you, you throw a boomerang out and it goes out and it, and it comes back. Well, that's kind of what retargeting ads are, okay? So what are they, right? They're ads that simply follow you around, right? So for an example, <laughs> And you don't have to do this right now, but do this afterwards, right? And have you ever found yourself going to somewhere like walmart.com or amazon.com, right? Or wherever. And, and you go there, you didn't take an action. You didn't purchase whatever product that you were looking at, okay? Then you find that when you go to Facebook or Instagram or maybe ESPN or CNN, you see those ads that are following you around, right? Well, that's called retargeting. And this technology was added 
about 10 years ago, roughly, right? It was around uh, 2014, 2014. It was somewhere around in that time frame, 2013, 2014, that Facebook came out uh, with this ability. And nowadays, every single ads platform has it, right? But before then, this was only available to the major players right out there, the, the Fortune 500 companies. But thankfully for us small businesses, this is now built into every single ad platform that is out there now. Okay. And it's common now that if you have an ad platform, let's say, you know, TikTok ads or, you know, Pinterest ads or something like that, right? If you're running ads on any kind of ad platform, then you're way behind the times. That ad platform is way behind the times if it isn't offering retargeting because it is very, very, very powerful. Okay. So let's give you a few examples. Here is an example of a roofing company owner or sorry, a roofing company's website, right? I go to a lot of websites. I and my team go to a lot of websites to, you know, assess them and so forth. This is not one of my clients, right? So just throwing that out there. This is not one of our clients. We don't want to put our clients out here and, and have competitors come and watch YouTube <laughs> after a while and, and start stealing our, our clients. So this is these are just random examples that are showing up in my feed right now because I've gone to their website. Later, we're going to talk about what these guys are doing wrong, okay? Because they are doing something very very wrong here. But well, I'm going to show you what 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 they're doing right currently. Okay? So currently, I went to this website and here's what I saw on Facebook. Here's some ads that I saw on Facebook. Okay. They popped up in my feed, right? Scrolling down through my feed, looking at pictures of, you know, dogs and cats and, and smoke barbecue, right? And friends' pictures and family's pictures and all that kind of stuff. And that's what you expect in Facebook and Instagram, right? Well, every once in a while, an ad pops up. Okay. This popped up on me. So I took a screenshot of it. All right. Another one, built more roofing. Same exact example. I must have gone to their website at one point and then. I was scrolling through Facebook and here it was. Okay. Next example, the roofing dudes, right? Love their names, right? But the roofing dudes, I must have gone to their website at one point, done an assessment on them. And guess what happens? Well, they show up in my feed all the time, right? And at first I thought it was their targeting on their ads was really messed up. But but then I started thinking, well, this this could be a retargeting ad. I could have gone to their website at one point and done an assessment, right? We do literally thousands of these things. Okay. So what happens here is that your ads start showing up on all these different platforms. And the whole idea is to get them, get those visitors to come back to your website. And what happens really in the consumer's minds, right? The homeowner's minds is that you are now omnipresent. You're everywhere, right? And you must be the gurus, the roofing gurus in, in the area, right? Because you're everywhere. So they start seeing you not only on Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff like that, but they start seeing you on other platforms too, like CNN and ESPN, right? And Fox.com and wherever, right? Wherever that they go, they're seeing your ad following them around. So what happens is that they're going to come back to your website because it's going to jog their memory. Oh, I, I need to call these guys. Okay. Oh yeah. Before it rains next time, if you're in here in Texas, it's not raining. <laughs> it has not rained in a while. But when it starts raining here in Texas, I guarantee that that these people are going to go. Oh, I need to call these guys, and so they're they're going to you know take action. Okay. And that's ultimately what we want. We want people to come back. If we've paid for them to come to our website, we want them to come back to our website and give us a call, fill out a form, contact us via our online chat. Any of those actions we want to happen. All right. So let's get into this. How do we set up retargeting? Well, for us and our clients, all right, we set them up on two main platforms. Okay. First one is Meta, all right, which is Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, and the second one is Google. All right. If you set those up 
on or you're retargeting ads on both of those platforms, right? What's going to happen is that is you're going to be everywhere. You will be omnipresent because you're on Facebook and Instagram where a lot of people are, by the way, right? And Google, which has the Google ads platform, which almost all media sources are plugged into at this point, right? They've been that way for 10 years plus, all right? They've been, they've been, they like the CNNs, they like your local news stations, right? Your local CBS, your local NBC, your local ABC. I guarantee they have Google ads running on their platform because it helps make them money on their website. Okay. So in order to achieve that omnipresence, we simply have to add ads in two different places. Pretty cool, right? Let's talk first about how to set these ads up on, on Meta, right? Which is, of course, Facebook and Instagram. Number one, step number one, you got to create your pixel code, right? What is a pixel code? It's just this code that you're given, right? That you put into your website. That's at its basic level. That is exactly what it is. So how do you do that, right? Well, I'm going to put a disclaimer out here on both of the platforms that we're going to go over real quick that I took screenshots of this morning. Okay. This is going to change. This will probably change in the next week. This might change tomorrow. Okay. So if you look at this and you're like, Chris, I cannot get this working. I don't know where the heck it is. Use Google search how to set up a pixel, right? How to set up your retargeting pixels on whatever platform that it is. Okay. So that's my disclaimer here because these two platforms, Google and Facebook change on a daily basis, right? And if you haven't logged into it ever or in the past month, you go there and you're like, well, it was over here. All right. So that's my disclaimer here. All right. So right now, as of this morning, right, you go and you log into the, the meta ads manager. Okay. So you're going to log into Facebook first. And then with your Facebook login, you're going to log into your business. I think it's business.facebook.com. Okay. Once you're in there, okay, then you're going to go over to the left-hand side. There's a little menu on the left-hand side and says campaigns and then events manager, right? I highlighted it here. And next you're going to go to in the events manager, you're going to go into data sources. Okay. And then you're going to simply add a new pixel. Okay. Create a new pixel. Right. So in the upper right hand corner, you've got a little create button. Click on that. Right. Or if you've already set it up. Okay. You're going to click on manage integrations. Okay. This is where I found it because we'd already had this set up. And then you're going to install the code, code manually. That's the way that I prefer to do this. Okay. This is. So this, this is kind of a higher level step by step here. Right. And then you're going to copy that code and then you're going to install it, send it over to your uh, web manager, right? Or if you are that web manager, you're going to put this into your website, right? If it's a WordPress website, like all of our sites are, typically it is uh, the theme that we use has a footer code section that we just simply copy and paste this into that footer code. Why footer? Well, that's because you want your entire website to load first, right? And then for this pixel to load. Sometimes you can put this into the head section, and this is a little geekier terms here, right? But there's a head, there's body, there's footer, right? I like the footer, and that's just so that the the website doesn't get slowed down on loading because of this pixel, all right? Hopefully that makes sense, okay? Next step, and by the way, both of these steps are exactly the same. All of these steps are exactly the same inside both of the platforms, okay? So step number two, you got to build your audience. This is going to take time, okay? You want to have your audience build to around a thousand people 
It's a lot less that you can start running ads on Facebook. I believe it's 300. Okay, versus a thousand. But Facebook works best if you have an audience because this is all about building this audience. If you if you have your ads targeted to this audience right here, okay, you want it at roughly about a thousand or more. Okay. So if this is gonna take time, right? This is gonna take a month, two months. It depends on how many visitors are coming to your website currently. Okay. So if you have, let's say a thousand, you know, coming to your website per month, most likely this is gonna take a month to two months to build because not everybody is on Facebook or Instagram. Okay. Again, we're talking about Facebook at this point. Step number three, once you have that audience, create your ads, right? And I'm not going to go into the details of how exactly how to create an ad. You know, that's a whole different workshop, whole different webinar altogether, but create your ads and use this audience that we just built as the target audience. Again, this is a little bit higher level, right? I'm not getting into the weeds on, on creating the actual ads themselves. Okay. Ad creative. You're going to want to do what you typically do on the ad platform. You're going to put in a picture, right? And if if we go back and we look at what these other guys had, I'm going to go back here a second, right? Pretty basic, okay? They have a picture of a house, shingles, okay? And they've got at the top that you deserve more than a roof over your head. You deserve peace of mind. Contact us today for a roof repair. Quote, at the bottom, get your roof fixed. And then a little button that says contact us. Keep it simple. The other ones, okay, let's look at these again real quick. Don't let re roof, don't let a leaky roof bring you down. Let us fix your roof so you can focus on the things that matter most, right? You're providing value to them and you're you're telling them what to do, okay, in these ads. In this one, it's a picture of you know roof damage or, or not roof damage. This is actually a ceiling. This is a picture of water damage because it came through the roof. This one. They're using a video of some guy squinting at you. I'm not quite sure about this ad creative, but maybe it works. I don't know, right? You don't have to get too complicated with, with these ads, right? Keep it simple. Put a picture of a roof up there. People will understand as they're scrolling down and it'll jog their memory. Oh, hey, yeah, I, I, did, I need to call the roofing dudes or these eerie metal roofs or whoever, right? All right, so I'm going to fast forward here back to where we were. All right, so again, create those ads get those ads running with that target audience. The hard part is getting the audience built up enough that you can start running ads. Okay. So you want to do that as soon as you possibly can, because it's going to take a while. It's going to take a long while sometimes, right? Depending on how much traffic that you're getting. And again, this is both of those platforms. Okay. So how do we set up Google ads? It's basically the same, same process. Step one, create your Google tag, right? Your Google tag is your pixel. Okay. And, but the Google, the difference between that and Facebook is that you can have multiple tags. You can have multiple pixels within the Google Tag Manager. Okay. So you have one set of code that you have to install on the website. You can add, uh, you can even add your, your Facebook pixel code to Google Tag Manager. Okay. So that way it is loading once and, and it's firing off, meaning that it's running some sort of bit of code in the background and is reporting back to each of those platforms. Okay. So the way to do this is that once you're logged into your Google ads account, we're going to assume at this point that you have a Google ads account. Okay. Log into that, go to tools and settings, go to Google tag. You have to click on the admin section, right? If you don't already have a Google tag, then what'll happen is that in right in the center of the screen, there'll be a big button that says set up Google tag. And then you're going to set it up and follow the directions on that one. Since we already had ours set up, uh, all we have to do is go over to the admin section and click on install this to Google tag. And it'll it'll give you two options, right? Install with the website builder or CMS or install manually. 
I, again, like to install manually part because I like to be in control of how that interacts. And, you know, sometimes the, the interactions on both of these platforms are a little bit harder to set up, right? To get those two things talking. So it's just a lot easier just to grab this code, meaning copy it and paste it into the website. Step number two, build your audience to a thousand people, right? And again, you're going to have to wait depending on how much traffic that you're, you're currently getting to your website. If you're getting 10,000 visitors to your website, right, this might not take very long, right? But Google's platform actually goes on hold for that, for that audience, okay? For that, when you're building this audience, they go on hold until you have a thousand or more, okay? Facebook, I believe it's 300, right? Sometimes way back in the day, right? Because I, I set these things up way, way back in the day and we tested these things out for, for our clients. It was 100, right? So they've gone from 100 to 300, I believe. And then that's what's current. Okay, so, and that's exactly, if you look at this pixel, right? If you look at this audience right now, it is on hold and that's because we just installed the Google Analytics 4. Whole other workshop right there, Google Analytics 4 is the new version of Google Analytics. So we had to use all sorts of different audiences and different things and and it complies with all the privacy laws and stuff like that. So so that's why when you look at our audiences, it's pretty low, right? Because we literally just installed those, I think, last month. Is that right, Ross? So we are currently waiting on ours. But again, you know, we have to wait, right? We have to wait to build this audience to be able to use that to create ads that follow you around on CNN, your local news outlets, right? ESPN. You know, there's 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 all these different places that that use specifically the Google platform. Okay. Step number three, again, not going to get into the weeds on how to create ads inside of Google ads, but create your ads using this audience. I like to use display ads for these types of ads. Okay. So there are two main, well, there's lots of different types of ads, but two main types of ads inside of the Google ads platform. There are search ads, right? These are what everyone knows about. Like, you know, you search a keyword and the ads pop up at the top. Okay. The second part is display ads. And these are literally like the banner ads, okay? And those ads are the ones that go on all the platforms that we want them to go on. Just create those ads, right? Like you normally would. Send this to your designer, have your designer create the ads with the ad creative. Again, don't get too crazy with this. Don't get too complicated. Keep it simple. Picture of a roof, possibly a roof that you have done, okay? Or potentially a roof with damage. You know, there's, there's, Lots of things that go into these types of things, but you know, maybe you use a damaged roof picture, right? With hail, if it's hail season, if you've you've had bad storms that have come through your area, maybe maybe a picture of of a tree going through a roof, something like that. Okay, keep it simple. Keep a nice call to action on on it. You know, click here is a good one for free estimate. Click here for free quote. Um, something like that. Okay, give them something of value. Okay, so let's talk about some best practices right? I've already hammered out. Keep it simple, right? Do not get overly complicated with these ads. You can go down deep rabbit holes, right? With these ads, meaning that if someone goes to one specific page, you can have an ad follow them around, okay? Which goes into some some of my other recommendations here, all right? But what I like to do is ensure that you have your main service have an ad that follows people around for that main service. If they came in on your, you know, roof replacement page, make sure they get a roof replacement ad that follows them around. If they come in on your siding, right, have a siding ad that follows them around. Okay. Number two, use geotargeting. What is this? This is basically saying, this is my service area. You're telling Facebook and Google, this is my service area. Don't show ads outside of this. 
So when I talked about you know all three of these uh, roofing companies, right up above that I gave you examples on, all three of them are outside of where I currently live. One was in Dallas, Fort Worth. One was up in Virginia, Erie. I I, I assume that's up near New York, right? So all three of those, I am way outside of their service area. And they assume that anyone that goes to their website, they're going to serve ads to. Well, if you're someone like me, I go to a lot of these websites, right? And guess what? They just wasted money on sh- on displaying an ad to me. So to save on that ad spend, right? Once you get the ads going, make sure that it, you're only showing ads to your local service area. Make sure your pixels are working. This is a no-brainer, but you know what? Websites get updated. Things happen. Check periodically to make sure that those pixels are actually working and they're doing their job. There are tools within both of those platforms to be able to check if those are working, right? Make sure that that your ads are working, right? These are kind of set and, and forget type ads, right? And it's easy to go two, three, six months without checking on these ads because they just work. Don't do that. Check on them periodically. Check on them monthly. That's what we do for our clients. We want to make sure that these things are working, that we've, we're getting people coming back to the website and that we're actually converting, most importantly, right, with these ads. Create audiences and ads for different services. We just went over that, you know, roofing versus siding example. If you've got windows, if you've got doors, if you've got gutters, wherever that they come in on, that's where you want to show them an ad for, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. Now you you can get away with just showing roofing to everybody, but that's not really current. That's not um, segmenting it down enough, in my opinion. Right? You want to make sure that whatever that they came in on, meaning that if they came to a specific landing page on Windows, that you're showing them in ads for Windows and not for roofing. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. Set the correct frequency. Okay. You can do this in both of the platforms. Right? You can tell the platforms. What kind of frequency, right, do we want to show these ads? Okay. Meaning that I don't want someone to go to a website or sorry, go to Facebook and they see my ad 10 times a day. That's going to annoy them. Right. And they're eventually going to, going to opt out of that ad. Okay. What I do like is a frequency of maybe one to two times that these, that they're going to see that ad. Right. And that's per day, by the way. Okay. And you can set that inside of the ad platform. All right. Use different channels. Okay. So what this means is use both of the Facebook meta, right? Platform to show your ads on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Google's platform, which is going to be everywhere. That's going to achieve that omnipresence. If you want to get even fancier, use other platforms. They've all got them in there. Like I mentioned earlier, Pinterest, lots of people go to Pinterest, right? I use Pinterest all the time. You know, most people say, oh, that's just for house moms or whatever. You know, my kids make fun of me, but you know what? I pin pictures of smoked barbecue. I pin pictures of, of woodworking projects that I want to tackle. Okay. I, I pin pictures of, of things so that I can go back to that later. All right. So go ahead and use Pinterest, maybe. Right. Go ahead and use, try out TikTok. Everyone is on there right now. And, and, and these things are working really, really well. Try out YouTube. Try out any of the different, other social platforms that are out there, test them out, right? Which goes to my next one. Test, don't guess, right? I say this to my my employees. I say this to my clients. You know, when they ask me, should we do something? Test it. Let's test that and let's not guess about it, okay? So what I'm referring to in this bullet point is, hey, let's do A-B split testing really on those ads, okay? Make sure that you're testing ad creative, right? A-B split testing is really simple. And this, again, goes into another workshop for Google ads or Facebook ads, but it is basically 
a, a technique that was developed around the 1900s, okay, uh, using direct mail. And what they would do is they would take an, a huge list. Okay, the direct marketers would take a huge list when they were they were testing out copy, they were testing out images, they were testing out certain things, right? And they would take a small segment of that really big list and send out that direct mail to that small segment, okay? But they would test one thing at a time. They would test like I said the the title, the headline, they would test the the creative, i.e. the the image that's used or anything like that, right? Or they would test the copy itself. They would also test out call to actions, right? Which are super important, meaning, you know, click here or, or if for direct mail, it'd be call this whatever phone number, right? So all of these were tested when they came back, okay? They would say, okay, well, which ad, uh, which direct mail piece worked better? Okay, was it A or B, right? If it was A, then they got rid of B and then they used another B, right? And they used their A as, as the sample, okay? And then they would test something else out. Right. So if they tested the headline first, they would test the creative next. If they test, you know, both of those, then they would trust, test the call to action. If they tested all of those, then they would test the copy. And then once it's all tested and you've got a really high conversion rate, right? Because that's what happens over time is that it gets higher and higher conversion rates off of that. Okay. Then you test something else out. Okay. And you start kind of all over again and test another headline versus this headline. All right. So do the same thing with your ads is really what I'm trying to get down to here is, is, Use the same principle of A-B split testing to test what image works better, okay? What headline works better? What call to action works better? Do that. Next, offer value, right? Give them something that makes sense, okay? If you noticed on that other ad, uh, it just said contact us. Let's go back up to these ads again real quick. Okay, so roofing dudes was just contact us, okay? The other one right here, built more says book now. That's probably pretty good. And they've got some stars down there. Okay. That probably draws your attention to it. This one didn't really have a call to action. I think I did this off my laptop and I, I, it, it cut off that ad a little bit. Okay. But you want to make sure that you have a, a call to action that actually makes sense. So actually I was talking about, you know, offer value, free roof inspection, uh, discount, ed educational content, all that, all those kinds of things. Okay. So you want to give them something so that they're going to actually take action. And the next one is that call to action. Okay. Get a free quote, schedule a roof inspection, right? Book now. Something short, sweet, to the point, exactly what you want, action that you want them to take. Okay. After all of that, here are the steps to take right now. Set up your tags and pixels now. Don't wait. Get those pixels set up. And that's simply because it's going to take time to build up those audiences. Wait until you have those audiences over, of over a thousand. Okay. And then set up your ads on both of those platforms. Okay. It's really, those are the actions that you need to take out of this workshop right now. So what are your top actions? <laughs> All right. Put into the chat what your top action that you think that you're going to take when you get off of this workshop. I think the biggest one right now that you need to take away is if you do not have retargeting pixels set up, right? Get them on there. Find someone to do this for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can definitely help with that. All right, just uh, go to roofingsites.com and, and click on our call to action, which is schedule a meeting now or something like that in the upper right-hand corner. That's funny. Figure out who my web developer is for sure. Absolutely. You should know that. Hopefully you know that. If not, give us a call. Okay, we, let's let's get that figured out. All right, so any questions? Do we have any questions over all of this? I know that it's fast, furious. We went through it. It's very high level, like I, I said. Um, we didn't get too in the weeds on on a lot of things. So anyone have any questions at all? 
how can you do this for me? Okay. Yes. All right. So that's easy. Again, go to roofingsites.com, schedule a meeting with me. That's who it's going to be with. Uh, we'll, we'll go over all of your uh, marketing, find the holes in all your marketing. So here's the 4R marketing system. This is a system that I have developed over the past 20 plus years being in business. It's what I wrote my book on the ultimate guide to digital marketing for roofers. Okay. It is made up of four pillars, reputation, reach, resell, and referral. All right. This is an evergreen system. And I call this an evergreen system because if something stops working in any of these pillars, simply take it out and replace it with something that does exist or that does work. Okay. So for example, the reach pillar, right? Yellow pages worked in that pillar, you know, 20 years ago. Yellow pages have been replaced by this thousand dollar machine that sits in everybody's pocket. Okay. So yellow pages no longer exists in this, in this reach pillar. It is now replaced with Google. Okay. That Google, by the way, is in huge danger, right? Of being phased out by AI, artificial intelligence. So, you know, that's something that's out there. It's something that we are considering in house too, is how do we get you found using AI? Okay. So anyways, reputation is simple. It is making sure that your foundation of all of your marketing is working correctly. Make sure that you're high con- you have a high conversion website, that you have good online reviews. You have over 100 online reviews. The best roofers in the world have two to 500 online reviews. So if you don't have that, make sure that, that you get a review system in place. Reach, getting in front of more people today than knew about you yesterday. This includes search engine optimization, Google Maps, Google ads, Facebook ads, content marketing, social media, and a lot more. Okay. That goes into that pillar. Resell, you're eight times more likely to make a sale from somebody who's purchased from you before. So it makes sense to stay in front of them as much as you possibly can. And it makes sense to convert as many people as you possibly can in your sales funnels and marketing funnels, right? Part of what we've talked about today, including the three targeting ads is inside of the resell pillar. Referral is real easy. Most businesses are built off of referrals at the beginning, but the bigger that you get, the harder it is to scale. So you have to have a system. You have to let your your customers, your employees, everyone who is around you know what your referral system is. Okay. Uh, or your referral program is okay. Meaning what do I, am I going to give you a value? If you give me a referral, we typically tell our, all of our clients that they need to give a 200 to $250 uh, gift card out, right? Now this could be a, to a local restaurant. This could be to uh, just a visa card, right? People love cash, right? Uh, this could be an Amazon gift card, whatever, right? But you're giving something hugely of value to them. And it, and if somebody refers somebody to you and that turns into a re-roof, $250 is a drop in the bucket. Okay. All right. You made it. You made it to the end. So I'm going to give you something free, right? I'm going to give you something even more valuable than what we've already done. Okay. Want a copy of my book? This right here, The Ultimate Guide to Digital Marketing for Roofers. It is 333, 336 pages of content. It is a lot. This is the ultimate guide to digital marketing for roofers. If you're a roofing company owner, get this in your hands now. Just simply go to go.roofingsites.com or use the QR code on your screen right now. Take a picture of it with your camera on your phone. Go and order a new book, right? Book will come in the mail and you will have this in your hands. This is literally the past 25 years of experience, you know, in digital marketing right here in your hands. I will give that to you for free. Roofer Marketing Bootcamp. We just, just released this. Okay. What is this? This is a six week program, right? That will help you transform your marketing in six weeks. Okay. 
It's a six-week program that'll help you transform your marketing. Okay, this is we're going to show you everything that's in this book. I'm going to show you step-by-step exactly how to do everything that we do here at roofingsites.com for our clients. We're going to first start with your plan. We're going to build a plan out. We're going to show you how to build a plan and how to create that plan and, and how what steps that we need to take, including like assessing your own marketing and assessing your competition. Number two, we're going to work on your website because that is, again, is that foundation. We're going to work on ne- next step. We're going to work on your review system and build your review system. Step number three and four and five are all Google related. We're going to work on Google My Business. We're going to work on getting you ranked on Google and we're going to work on Google ads. Okay. And show you exactly how to get these, all of these systems set up, right? For you, we're going to go through the entire book essentially. Okay. In six weeks, we're going to give you homework. The videos are being released every Monday and we're meeting every Friday. Uh, just a little bit after this one, I'm going to be meeting with everyone who's already signed up for this for a Q&A session uh, for the homework that they've been given this week and that they've worked on this week. Okay, It does not matter where you come into the boot camp. Okay, Just be clear on that. It does not matter where you are in the boot camp. You can start at any point right now. So just go to roofingsites.com forward slash boot camp dash sign up to sign up for the boot camp. All right. I think that's it. There goes my screen. Have a great weekend and we'll see y'all next webinar. All right, next uh, workshop. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Thanks and gig them.